the studio of your mom's basement comes a podcast by two idiots and a revolving door of legends and has-beens from the oldest university in Texas. This is Purple, Gold, and Getting Old. Champions, baby. Be it That's no, right. Or should I say this? You know what? It's better than champions. It's dynasty now. It is. We are a dynasty. We are the three-time national champions. There we go. I should. I just changed my camera view, so I'm going to do this again, like Vanna White style, so everyone can just bask in the glory. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, it feels good. Like we are, we are the best. We're we're what it's about. So to quote Andy Archibald on a late night Whataburger run, we number one, biatch. <laughs> That's exactly right. Is that technically a two dollar fine? I think that may be more like a fifty it- cent or one dollar fine. Well, you know, we've just won, so I think the RAs are feeling very. Uh, generous so Probably. i think we're okay Except it- uh so we uh like what was this our fourth stag bowl in like five seasons something like that like, i it feels good to say i've lost count yeah yeah that does <laughs> i remember uh, once upon a time we're like will we ever make it again or was that a one-time thing it, it felt odd without you i'm not gonna lie you needed Thank to you. be there it felt weird uh, not being there yeah, well, and you know, there was there was a couple people there that I would have expected to see, but I didn't. Uh, I wasn't super happy with our turnout. I'm not going to let this, I'm not going to linger on this downer note, but the attendance was not great. No, I mean, it, granted, you know, tech, I'm getting a message saying your internet connection is unstable. You know what? North Central's feelings are unstable right now that's what's unstable um yeah i I feel like texas to ohio is kind of tricky to do uh you know you get a d3 crowd i I, here's what i wish i wish there was like a central location that they could just use for this stuff you know like college baseball and d1 they always go to omaha it's kind of like in the smack middle of the country so for a smaller sport they still have a big crowd i feel like a big sport like football for a smaller division to be honest that's sort of what salem was salem virginia is not so much in the middle of the country but like it's probably closest to the most teams if that makes sense because it's so up in the northeast but it's still not all the way up there at some point you have to go with the reality of which teams are honestly going to be there (laughs) like let's just stick it in missouri every year because we know that's halfway between well you know, I think that was probably the thinking when uh, Canton, Ohio, which is 15 minutes from Mount Union's campus. Got, got <laughs> it's amazing statement. that they weren't there. <laughs> and then they weren't there. We went to go see Spider-Man the afternoon of before the game. And uh, I this guy starts walking out right at me and he's got all this Mount Union gear on and I have all this Mary Harden Baylor gear on. So I'm just looking at him. And I go, hey, man, you got anything going on tonight? Anything fun? No. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But I thought it. I was if, it was a white, if it was a Wisconsin Whitewater fan, I'd have done it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they're, they're not always as nice. No. Um, yeah. So, no, it was it, it was a blast. Um, it wasn't as fun without as big of a crowd. Um, yeah. That just that, that brings the energy. Because, even you know, I know in 16 in Salem, like, that was a really great crowd. Oh, yeah. People. But it's it's always going to be tough. You're a small fan base already, and you can't really plan on this. Like you're given, no, like, you can't like five days notice. Prime example: I knew this year. I was like, I got, I can make one trip happen this year, and it's one that you know in our household we've had to cancel this trip twice. 
You know, we yeah. come out of 2020. I'm like, okay, next opportunity, it's happening. So when I got yeah. booked to play a show in Nashville, I was like, okay, if I'm going to go that far, might as well go do this North Carolina trip that keeps falling through. There you go. So I'm like, I'm going to put all my eggs in that basket. And so it was kind of bittersweet because we, you know, we get into the playoffs, UMHB, and I'm like, I don't see us making it this year. So it's probably a good thing I went ahead and did my trip. <laughs> if you'd have told me even after the first two rounds of playoffs that it was going to end this way, I still wouldn't have believed no, it. No, it was wild. We, we really flipped a switch. Yeah. And you know what was interesting is on Twitter uh, over the last couple of days, there's been an argument going on among a lot of our football alumni. Yeah. Uh, someone brought up this question of, you know, who was the best team? And they did a poll. And so mm -hmm. as of right now, the poll result was 48% 2021, 25% 2018, and then yeah. the 26% is 26%. And Got so it. I think a lot of the consensus was, you know, 16 and 18 may have had more consistent seasons over 15 games, but this 21 team just flipped a switch yeah. in the play. You almost have to include two different teams for this year. Yeah. <laughs> or and no, I'll three, another, three teams. Yeah, Whoever showed right. up in the first half of Harden-Simmons, they're not even in this. Yeah. It, it, another person brought up, and this was, I want to say it's Chris Brown, uh, our cornerback who graduated just a year or two ago, I believe. Uh, he brought up, I think, the fact that the real difference was the offensive play calling, the playbook that if you gave the like the 16 or 18 athletes the play calls of this team that it, it would be a total different story and dude that like I knew it was a different year when in Whitewater and then in this game the very first play we do is just deep ball down the sideline that is unheard of yeah it was it was wild it was one of the coolest most explosive games we've ever had uh but it was also one of the weirdest games because our running was not working very well, but our throwing was just all over the place. Amazing. Like it didn't matter what we did. We were making big completions. So uh, this is not your mommy and daddy's crew team. <laughs> well, although I guess your mom and dad didn't have a crew team, but <laughs> <laughs> that's right. My mom had a crew team. It's called baseball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, that that's actually kind of a segue into my experience that night. Um, had family in town, so we're watching it. My grandmother, who was the permanent class of 1959 president from UMHB, um, and my mom. So we sort of had three generations of crew there. Uh, my sister's in town. She went to the other Baylor. Uh, my cousin's in town, you know. So it, we're all in the house watching, um, which, by the way, thank you for letting me hack your uh, login because mine was not working, and I almost didn't get to watch Stag Bowl. So we're sitting there watching on a computer because after I got logged in, it wouldn't go to airplay. So we couldn't even watch on the screen. Oh, no. So we're gathered around my like computer by the fireplace mantle. And uh, at first half, I, it was anybody's game. And those ref calls, like, yeah, the ref screwed up some calls. I don't want to say they were horrible I'm gonna all say around because horrible. some of them, well, there were a couple of them that could have gone either way. And the week before, anytime that happened, for we once. did get some good calls. We in got Whitewater. some good calls at Whitewater, yes, which never happens. UMHB gets no, the never. first yeah. luck, especially in basketball for some reason, with D3 refs. And so I was shocked that we got those calls that went our way. It's not like the refs gave them to us. It could have gone either way, and it just went our favor. This one, there were some that – now, there were some they just blatantly screwed up. I mean, watching on TV, it's like, I don't think we're watching the same game as these refs. But 
there were a few that were close and I was just like, man, I don't know how this is going to go. And I, I didn't feel great at halftime. I felt really good in the third quarter, but I thought, okay, I had a decision to make. I'm in the fourth quarter. I thought, you know, this would be really cool to go over to the stadium and watch because they were doing a viewing. Oh yeah. And I was like, but I don't want to jinx it. I also don't want to wait too long and not get there. So I just kind of blurred out. I was like, I'm thinking about going to the stadium. Who wants to go? And my mom kind of was like, oh, that'd be cool. My grandma, you know, who's 80 something. She's like, why not? <laughs> so she was all in. And so we got loaded up. We all went to the stadium and we had a good crowd there. I think we had more people at Crusader Stadium than we did in Canton. Oh, I saw pictures. I believe it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so speaking, uh, real quick, speaking you about those play call, those bad calls we were talking about. I got to give it to Andy Archibald. He started one of the best chants ever. It was one of the, and like everyone got into it. The whole crowd, at least our whole section of the crowd was like doing it loudly. We, our coaches were looking over, the refs looked over and it was an, it, Andy was like, it was a, I've still got it moment. He started, who's your bookie? <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. So, and I'm not making this up. I heard each of you at a different point. Uh, I believe that may have been the moment I heard because the refs did something and I heard Andy's voice on national television. Couldn't tell what he screamed, yeah. but you could tell our fans were upset. And then I guess after that may have, may have been a chant moment. Cause I was like, I, I told my family, I was like, that's Andy. I've, I've spent enough games standing next to that man to know was, your voice. I heard for a split second during the yeah. school song. <laughs> nice. You know, and I also had a, had a moment where it was in that same time around that chant. It got really quiet, and I just yelled out as loud as I could, you suck at your job! <laughs> one of our coaches turned around and, like, started cracking up. It was it was great. I love it. Anytime you can, like, get the coaches and players, like, hearing what you're doing and cracking up, like, that's that's always a great moment. Well, I don't know how much intensity they brought to the game because it was, you know, you couldn't, they didn't really have much crowd noise on TV. And I would think with a small crowd, they'd mic it up. But I guess they learned with the Whitewater crowd that you can't mic up a D3 crowd, I guess. Thanks, Whitewater. Yeah. Um, so seriously, Whitewater, y'all need Jesus. Um, the, the couch crew was there. Again, can't believe I'm saying this. The couch crew was at the Stag Bowl. That is a first um their social media game was strong that night they had uh yeah they so during halftime they went around with like a microphone and we're doing halftime interviews with people oh, nice and the dean of students got on there and was like hyping up the crowd from the couch crews account and i was like did you ever think we'd see a day when the umhb dean was on a couch crew account hyping people up nice it was you great know, we were so we were kind of on the edge of the front row uh, so we weren't really near the couch crew, but I was standing next to, and I can't remember his last name, but the guy's name's Steve. I want to say he graduated around in 03 or something. He was one of the first captains uh, before couch crew was even an official thing, like way back in the day when it was just taking couches out to soccer fields. Like and it was so, a thing, but it wasn't yeah, organized. Yeah. yeah. And so we were, I, I said, hey, you know, the couch crew is back. And he was like thrilled by that. And I said, no, but it's not official, you know, like it used to be. And he goes, no, man, that's that's in the spirit of its history. That's how it was when I was there. So not to, you know, I think I think we've gained some good favor in recent history. I'm about to kill it by saying, you know, it went the turning point where it crumbled was when it became a sanctioned thing. So if they're doing good or doing well, just for sure, keep doing their thing. Um, speaking of, you know, you mentioned Spider-Man earlier. I feel like we're going to be talking to our variants later. We got, uh, 
we got the new couch crew will be joining us for a pod episode kicking off 2022 yeah. and i am excited for that i'm really excited for that they're doing cool things uh it's it's good to see they, they're bringing the energy and that's, that's yeah the, they also had the biggest umhb flag i've seen since yeah maybe ever actually i was gonna say <laughs> since the one where there's like the four flags all together but no, yeah did you see, was that on TV? It looked like they had like a tarp. It looked like, we thought it was a tarp. It was, they put yes, over it. it was like, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah so we really saw cool. it. Yeah. So, so they're, they're doing cool things. There uh, were a lot of interesting signs that made it on TV. I was there, like, there were some signs that I wished hadn't made it on TV. <laughs> um, I just would like the world to know that let's go. Brandon is in reference to Brandon Jordan, uh, not a political <laughs> statement. Uh, and another uh, flag that was kind of funny was a Division Three Lives Matter flag. All that. I don't know if that got, yeah, yeah. So that, that was, was kind of front and center uh, on TV. Yeah, we were talking about. We said we think it's kind of funny, but we also would never want to be seen holding the flag either. <laughs> uh, uh, like the uh, "We've got your warrant" sign back in 2018. <laughs> oh, not an oh <laughs> yeah. oh. D'Angelo. Oh God. Oh man. Yeah. Let's just say I was hiding behind the sign. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is not going to be my TV moment. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of, you know, fans and fan bases, there's been a lot of fun conversations on Twitter. Now I'll go on the record again, folks. If you know me at all, you know, I just hate Twitter. It, the only thing worse than Twitter and YouTube comments is TikTok, And I'm not on there enough to even know what's going on. So I get on Twitter usually to promote my music career and just to kind of see maybe what's going on in certain other areas. And this week has been fun because people are triggered. What's been your favorite? Yeah, here, well, I just want to preface this by saying you're not going to get on social media and see me arguing about politics. You're not going to answer much. You're not getting on social media and see me arguing about women preachers in the SBC. Although shout out Beth Moore. Uh, you do your thing, uh, but you will see me really making fun of some bad takes on Twitter. In the, in the, <laughs> oh, well, uh, I get a little bit too snarky. You know, it's okay. There's, there's been a couple. This is just, this needs to be maybe a recurring segment of called, you know, like checking the receipts. Just get, <laughs> uh, go back and talk to people. You know, right after the playoffs first came out, the the seating came out and HSU didn't make it. There were some mad HSU oh, yeah. really mad and I and really I can get, see why. I can see why. No, no, I cannot. Like I get you, I get everything you've posted. You've got a valid point and they read out for coattails. And you 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 just froze, they, but that's okay because all I was okay. saying was I agree with your takes yeah. and I agree with it. Like I feel like both sides have presented the evidence and if i were the judge in the court case i'd be like eh, you both got a point like i feel like this for any in a college season but especially with hsu if your biggest thing that you're trying to prop up as a part of your resume is a loss yeah like let, let's come on like what what's their best win and they do at the same time they do have well who on our schedule could be presented as a best win i mean we are those in their defense there's only one team really that each of us get to really hammer it out against every year and look at the first half of that game i mean i i that's why i can see why they're mad because who gave us a better game than them whitewater didn't central didn't well one of one of their fans that i particularly got into it with 
uh, tweeted out that UMHB will choke in the playoffs again this year. Don't be surprised if Trinity upsets them. So honestly, good call on the Trinity part. Yeah, I mean, it was close. That was a close game. But But maybe don't choke when you have a 28-0 lead at halftime and you'd be in the playoffs. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, See, that's my my thing is this. Like, yes, I'm with you. I laugh. I just, I enjoy laughing at them. I also, my hatred for the politics of who controls college football making bad decisions is a bigger hatred than for them. Wow. So when you see stuff like Mount Union getting to host, you see stuff like the, the Subaru, you see stuff yeah. like, I, like I lean towards, okay, who's mad at the NCAA? Okay, I, I like for anyone that saw Tiger King season two, it's when they're on the phone with him while he's in jail. And he's like, I hate you, but we got to work together on this. Like, I hate you, but I hate this more. Yeah. I, I, would, I would wrap it up by saying, I, I would just like to see them on the other side not having to come to Belton first round, do it right, put them on the other end, and just kind of like experiment it out. Let yeah. them play Whitewater because I don't want to. The, the other tweet that kind of got eviscerated, they get ratioed pretty bad on Twitter, uh, was this guy who said, UMHB has no class, up 26 with less than a minute, and goes for a pass play on fourth and four. Not a good look at cruise sports that would be at rob underscore oh Woodrich. don't bleep that out bleep that out we're not we're not calling them out like i'm that. calling them out oh hey, no he, he made it public he went there yeah he, you know he did <laughs> uh he got eviscerated because number one that was our uh our second string quarterback ryan redding hey shout out new Braunfels unicorn alum um go. yeah you know what that was the last play of his career and he really helped us get there. And like, uh, as one of the players pointed out, you know, the hilarious thing about that, it was, wasn't our coaches who called it. It was one of our grad assistant because our offensive coordinator was already going down the elevator to meet the team. So to me, this just falls in the category of, you don't like it, then stop them. I tried to find that reply so I could put it on the screen yeah. during this episode for the YouTube version and there were so many roasts that i couldn't actually find that one i found one here when he said that it says hey were you and this is from at etchglow thank you etchglow were you giving north central hell for throwing a 28 yard touchdown pass on fourth and three with 158 remaining up 20 on whitewater in 2019 i'm just asking for a friend yeah, yeah. It's, and what's funny is this guy wasn't even a North Central fan, I realized. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he was played like he played from their conference, it looks like. He plays golf somewhere in the, at some other team in their conference. Uh, so, like, that's just silly. Like, this is the national championship. You know, if we were playing Howard Payne, yeah, that would be kind <laughs> of a jerk move. Yeah. But we were playing the team who was ranked number one in the nation. Mm-hmm. In the like, this is not the time to worry about feelings and like, like, no, this is a great team. They can take it. And if they can't, then that's on them. So my favorite tweet. Well, actually there was another one about that too. It was that highlighted pretty much what you just said, but uh, <laughs> this one tweet, he, he came back with another one said, uh, well, they teach sportsmanship and competition in Peewee. I guess they haven't reached Peewee level yet. <laughs> Oh, I, I found the tweet. By the way, Ethan Ruckman was the one who tweeted out the fact that it was the grad assistant who made. Oh, that. okay. Yeah, yeah. The the best part of this last tweet though was, I'm not angry that them they flat out won. I'm just yeah. disappointed. Yeah. Okay. 
okay whatever yeah oh gosh rob's probably cool dude i'm done roasting um what was one of your favorite bad tweets or uh from after this game my absolute favorite from at mickey pearson 20 was man i can't believe we're just calling him out like this (laughs) will all crew fans please apologize for saying i was wrong regarding their number of titles vacated for violations and he put a screenshot of espn (laughs) showing all the recent ones which you know of all these recent titles uh at mickey pearson 20 your team's not even on there so shut up the one that we vacated was against Wisconsin Oshkosh. You couldn't even make it out of your state or county or whatever they call them up there. I don't even know. It was Wisconsin is just the uninhabited peninsula of Michigan. So, no, you got nothing on this. And I will have all crew fans apologize to you when you have all Whitewater fans apologize for the large drink and nachos that were thrown at me at Perkins Stadium in 07. Yeah, I just... I've been one, waiting all week to say that. That one was funny because, like, what, what do you expect like do you really think we're gonna you know what you've got a good point that's why my two response is just no it's a question mark <laughs> like yeah I, I i can just see randy over here getting up at uh commencement this year mary harden baylor has an apology to make if you please turn your attention to the screen the, the thing that i love <laughs> when people try to bring up like it's what's hilarious to me is everyone who wants to get in any sort of argument about umhb and it makes me it's the funniest when HSU does it um, because that's, they can't argue about anything they've actually done. Only right. That's the only thing they can have. And it's like, Oh, do you think we haven't heard this before? Do you think yeah. you're original or oh, cute? And then also like, do you, or, do you really want to be on the NCAA side? Do, is that, is that what you want to do here? Is right. it worth it so much to get a jab in on us that you're like, you know what? I'm with the NCAA. <laughs> I, I have one more that I actually screenshot at Andy Archibald posted. Oh, shout out Arch. Unblock me, Frank Rossi, with a picture of Tyler yes. Green in front of the sparkling suit. I was I love this picture. That, I was gonna bring that up as well. As as a happy ending to this tweet segment. We're calling people out, but you know what? You can get in arguments on Twitter, but you can also have reconciliation. You because you know what? Frank unblocked me. He did? He did. He unblocked me. A That's bunch awesome. of other D3 guys kind of were tweeting about it and it became a thing. And shout out Ron Clemens for like Ron Clemens. Yeah, he he was really like he's a great alumni and citizen. And <laughs> he was, yeah, he really spoke me up much too much too highly. Yeah, um, I don't get too involved. Like I, I tweet with our fan base people that are yeah. into D3. I don't really tweet with the national uh, people uh, and yeah. follow that. I just get my news from y'all. I, I gotta say. Frank Rossi's suit game is strong, man. The the yeah. I think he wore that to the last couple of stag balls I was at. So I I you know I got blocked because I said he was the skip bayless of D3. And so I promise, I promise I won't mention that anymore. <laughs> Except for that one time I just did two seconds ago. <laughs> it was it was part of the reconciliation process. Yes, exactly. You gotta you gotta own up to you know what you've done. So that yeah. was up to it i'm I've, I've never done anything wrong so i just you know i understood no neither has anybody else on twitter so <laughs> look at that folks you can call people out and get in arguments on twitter but you can also you know ironically I, I think twitter is like the platform i've gotten in zero trouble for nope scratch that i got hacked that time and didn't know it so yeah 
Twitter gate 2020. You know, I wanted to talk a little bit about Salem, not Salem, uh, Canton, though. Which is uh, interesting place. Interesting place. They had the football hall of fame. So that was cool. Um, big stadium, too big. Um, but if you want to know <laughs> pretty big about what kit, yeah, it's, it's huge. Uh, if you want to know what Canton's like, I, I was looking for like places to eat and stuff to do in town. And so I YouTube Canton, Ohio. And I think the first video that popped up was a tour of the ghettos of Canton, Ohio. <laughs> um, did you go? That town was rough. Well, I, I did go on a tour of the ghetto of Canton, Ohio on purpose. It was being lost, looking for a place to eat. We, we put, <laughs> we were looking for uh, food. And so we find some sort of like, I think it was like some bar and grill sort of thing on the maps app. And so we go there and it just takes us to a house in the middle of this neighborhood. And that was it. It Amazing. was just a regular house. And so we were wondering, like, should we go knock on the door? Like, hello, are y'all serving food still? Uh, they then had a Christmas-themed bar, which was pretty cool. Yes. Um, all Yeah, and apparently it's like a seasonal bar. So, like, it switches and it becomes a Halloween bar and then a Christmas bar. And I don't know, maybe they have an Easter bar after Christmas. I don't I don't know what they would go to after <laughs> that. Um, the... Uh, the, we you know some, we got some good food though we found some cool places to hang out some local pubs and whatnot uh don't recommend eating their mexican food that was a mistake oh was, you should have known oh gosh yeah. yeah yeah shout out emily taylor i i had a instagram post where i was like oh i'm so glad i'm back in texas and she said there's nothing wrong with ohio other than maybe being a little bit too cold and i said emily that's false their Mexican food was not what you want. <laughs> so that, yeah, that made me sad. No Topo Chico's and no Mexican food. Gosh. Well, I, I've always heard, never that. trust uh, Mexican food from, what, what, what's it's like the east of the Mississippi River or north of Texas. <laughs> it's kind of like. Yeah, probably. That, that sounds about right. So, yeah, no, that, it, was, it was an interesting town. Got to see Cleveland as I flew in. Uh, oh, cool. Shout out the King. Uh, King. Uh, I, I think I understand why LeBron left the place twice, but you know, that's fine. It had a big lake. So that was cool. Um, Have we checked sports centers, Instagram to see if he took a dump today? Cause I swear he, the man can't sneeze without them being like King LeBron yeah. in this moment, <laughs> man, though. I got to tell you about my trip back. Uh, this was an adventure. Uh, truly. Uh, have you ever seen planes, trains, and automobiles with Steve Martin? Yes. Do you know the yes. scene where he's just, I just want a freaking car. He doesn't say freaking Like no. for like a full minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was me. Um, I fly out early morning in uh, uh, Cleveland. So I leave the house at Canton at 6.30 a.m. So that's 5.30 central time. I uh, get to the airport and my first flight is delayed. Uh, because the crew got in too late the night before, so they need more sleep. Cool. And so then we fly into Houston, which is where I was getting a flight over to Austin. And we're literally landing. Like, we're at, I think, 4,000 feet. Like, we're getting real low. And then all of a sudden, it's like, and we're going back up. And we do a big UE, and I look on my compass, and we're heading east. And I'm trying to think, like, what is going on? And then finally, the captain comes over and goes, yeah, we... uh." There was some bad weather and we couldn't land on that. And I didn't have enough gas to go around in circles. So we got to go get some gas in New Orleans. So we fly to New Orleans 
and we get gas. But then there's storms in Houston, so we can't go yet. So we're stuck on the tarmac, not being able to get off the plane. Uh, and I have a family with a one and a three-year-old beside me for three hours, not moving on the runway. And uh, Jake was on this plane too. Shout out Jake McGinnis. Uh, and so then finally, after three hours being there, we, we get up and we go land in Houston. Uh, but my flight had been canceled out of Houston, or it kept getting delayed. Uh, it did not fly until Sunday at 4.30 the next day. Um, so I was like, I need to find a way home because I work on Sundays as a pastor. So I went to go to the car rental places. Every single one of the rental car places said, we cannot rent you a one-way car. Because I was hoping to just drive it to the Austin airport, turn it in there. Couldn't do that. So I did not know how I was going to get home. Uh, but after, I think, a 16-hour, 17-hour, something like that day, I finally got home thanks to an Uber from Houston to New Braunfels. No. That was expensive. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I hope your driver was cool. <laughs> he was He was cool, yeah. Um, <laughs> I asked, I, I told him, hey, man, like, you can do it. Like, play whatever music or podcast you want. Like, do whatever. And um, I'm glad he never asked my job because it might have gotten awkward because some of that music he was playing, it was just bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. So, but anyway, he was a cool guy. Uh, just some insane music. Uh, so yeah, but I, I, I made it home after like 16 hours or whatever, uh, not fun, uh, put me in a very bad mood. Uh, it really brought down the joy of the stag bowl, but we made it. So, you know, Hey, I uh, I still think I might have you beat on travels. No, you do. you do. That is, yeah. You, I, I didn't total car. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. Like that in the moment. Yeah. I, I forgot like, about that. Like, I'm in one piece. I'm not hurt. All right. Yeah. I'm just going to back up. Oh no, I, I think I'm stuck. Let me let me go take a look. <laughs> that was when it was like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> yeah, I still can't believe you drove all the way to Virginia. Like there is no part of me that would ever want to do that. I mean, it was cool. Like I had been wanting to get out of Houston and just take a little yeah. road trip for a while. So it was kind of like to satisfy that urge and to just like when you spend part of your childhood in the actual like South, every mm -hmm. now and then you want to go back and just visit. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this. So the trip there was actually great. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just the trip back i was like i don't ever want to no, see a road great. again understood <laughs> one thing i and I've, i don't even know if i've ever told y'all this that night right when i left in salem uh roanoke was a cool place to drive around at night okay. like it was just a really neat look like i they are aren't they taking the stag bowl back to salem in a couple of years they're getting one more either getting it in like two years yeah Which i would go back thing that we've won stag bowls in three different places now true um, nobody nobody else has right no and really next year i'm really circling my calendar next year i'm excited <laughs> me too <laughs> uh, we're nine of 11 starters are coming back so i think we've got on offense so i think we've got a good chance uh but we're playing at the naval academy in annapolis maryland so it's, that's really it's in maryland yeah so i that's think cool. that's really cool yeah so i figure like we go check out like uh baltimore and dc or something and yeah. kind of make a Dude. thing of it the Friar Tuck Brothers reunion treasure hunt in Washington, D.C. D.C. Yes, I like it. We're going to um, steal the Declaration of Independence. Well, yeah, maybe we, we need to be more original. Maybe like 
we can still like i don't know like the federalist papers or something like let's lower worse standards the constitution since no one's using it (laughs) oh dear nsa we're joking but i am a mason so maybe yeah yeah i i don't know i it's cool like i i wish i could have gone but at the same time you know it's from it was weird i I was like this is gonna be just kind of a drag watching at home i had a good i had a good family time with it you know like not not because i'm like getting old and i'm okay just watching it at home with my family no like i wanted to go but my grandma was interested in the game it was cool to see that uh, and my mom followed it It was just kind of like cool to watch them because if you'd have told somebody from the class of 1959 that they'd be watching a national championship football game from UMHB on TV, yeah. I asked her, I was like, would you have ever guessed it? She's like, no. I said, well, I wouldn't have guessed it in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. Watch, watch parties can be fun. In 17, I went to a fairly big watch party uh, and that was pretty cool. Uh, so no, th- those are, those are cool for sure. Um but if you can go, I, I think it's a cool experience to go. You, you'll see a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it's it's nice catching up with like people that you you hung out with in school a lot, but you don't really get to see a whole lot. It's just kind of an excuse to to get to see them again and and hang out. So that that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I'm glad the new guys got to go too. Like it's they probably they haven't got a really road trip yet, and so I was kind of glad they got to. Even though it's the bus, it's still it's cool you know yeah. like they're finally getting to go do that one, one of the guys shout out carson bigger staff he was like i'm so depressed that i'm not there and i told him it's okay dude that that, that doesn't go away with age <laughs> yeah yeah for sure it's it's definitely it's it's a commitment you have to kind of be a little bit irresponsible to just like with Very. a five-day notice be like i'm flying away uh luckily for me i don't work fridays so I never have to take off any time from work. Well, sometimes I have to cheat a little bit and skip on Thursday or leave early on Thursday, but I can make that work. And then I can always be back in time for Sunday. So it's it's really not that bad. It's just finding a, a cheap enough flight. So I had to, I had to give up a Christmas present. Uh, I had to give up uh, a birthday uh, present, whatever that would end up being. Um and I think I had to promise something. And I had to be back in time for a certain thing. So I like, there's some stipulations for me. But you were kind of like Hawkeye. You weren't sure if you were going to make it back. I did not know. Yeah, it was it was really a last second thing. But um, I just, you know, you never know how long these runs last. Uh, I've got my Spurs gear on today. So let me tell you, it's fun when it lasts. And then it's just kind of gone. And you like, <laughs> I don't know when we're going back. Hey, a uh, shout out so, to one of my favorite professional you know, teams. Oh, I will be responsible as much as I can to make things happen during the run. Do what? Shout out to one of my favorite professional teams. The Houston Texans went undefeated against the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. And that is about the only thing we had going for us. So you got your Spurs. I've got Texans. Oh, shout out. To <laughs> uh, I would also like to say, speaking of people that root for other teams, yeah. um, Anyone from UMHB, mainly our era, because I like to laugh at you, but if you're current and you skip out on your school sports because you'd rather watch the Longhorns play, well, only one of them's playing in a bowl this year. Just take that into consideration. Yeah, that oof, oof, oof. <laughs> so if, if you skipped out, you missed out. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like we see less of that now. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, I, I probably, because when we, like the first time I lived in Belton, Texas, orange everywhere, a little bit of maroon, and that was it. Like, you didn't see anything else. 
you go to H-E-B now, it's like purple all over, a lot of maroon and a lot of green and gold in yeah. their section. And I, there was one like rack at the very back of orange. It was just like, my, how the turntables, but yeah, I, I, I was, I'm excited. Good job of supporting the team as a community. It's interesting. Belts, well, hmm. UMHB is almost an afterthought in some ways. You mm. never, if you don't drive by it, you never see anything about it, at least not right now or the past year or two. Very supportive of the Stag Bowl, very supportive of those big moments. And then the only other time, really, I think Easter pageant, you know, people will pour in. But as a Beltonian and a UMHB alum, I wish there was more interaction between the two. I don't see any reason why there's not a visible link. Yeah, but. I don't know, because, you know, I, I was a Beltonian until basically right before you moved there. We kind of like overlapped, not overlapped. We like kind of there's always yeah. one of us. We passed off a baton is what it was. Um, and maybe I just ran in UMHB alumni circles so much, but it felt like there was a lot of just local Belton people like games and stuff every every week. But, you know, I mean, it's still D3. We're not going to yeah. have 80,000 people there. I think I'm just spoiled because you know, growing up in Canyon, there was a ton of West Texas a and support, you know, just all over that town. And they were D2. And I think they were about 7,000 enrollment when I lived there. So it wasn't like it was twice UMHB, but it was still pretty small at the time. But. Yeah. Well, you know, we won again. Let's, let's keep it going, yeah. baby. Uh, Pete, let's start handing out those Subarus like your Oprah, dude. Like whatever <laughs> it takes. Let's, NIO, let's keep baby. this thing going. <laughs> dude, yeah, I want to see like, I want to see us get some star that come in like this, getting recruited to some D1 school and then just see him plastered over like Miller's barbecue commercials. <laughs> like write the check, Miller's write the check. Let's go. Dude. Uh, I would like that, but here's, here's one other thing I want to pitch before we kind of finish this thing up is there was talk before the season over, you know, private schools having to do the same nil format is the public schools and what that would mean for division three and you know schools that scholarships and the interesting conversation it kind of fizzled out it didn't really go anywhere but i was really interested in was which schools would look into jumping a division who are only in d3 because they don't want to pay the scholarships and i'm like dude i feel like we'd be one of the top ones at that list because if we had to start dealing with the payment of players I've, I've, I've held, I will die on this hill. We would be at least lower to mid range FCS, like forget D2. If we went FCS, give it a couple of years of recruiting, keep Pete on as a recruiter when he tires. I don't know. Maybe I just worked for HBU too long, but there are plenty of games we would win. And I would say, and this will be an eye roller, take Harden Simmons with us. Cause that way, if we're not battling it out for first, maybe we just make sure we're battling it out and keep them on the bottom. Let's keep the rivalry going. Yeah, I part of me would love to go up to D2 and just see what you know we could do, especially now that we've had a dynasty mm -hmm. to, to just see what we could do. But then part of me would be sad because like I love our rivalries. I love the D3 community. I love the, you know, I don't know. I just it's a, I'd have to make all new rivals, make all new friends. That's not fun. Sometimes I would uh I would have to brace for something. If we go D2, we have to go to Canyon. And oh, yeah. everyone I went to high school with. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we'd have to take a little trip up to my stomping grounds if, if that happened. Yeah, that'd be, no, that would not be fun. That would not be <laughs> fun. 
I anytime I've driven through Canyon, usually on the way to Colorado, I always sit and want oh think they're like, how did Garrett do this? Well, this I did leave. Crazy. But the thing about the here's the thing about Amarillo and Canyon is people drive through Canyon if they're trying to stay somewhere near Amarillo and they only go through Amarillo going skiing and they drive through some of the just not prettiest parts of the whole town. If you spend about three days there with somebody that knows how to show somebody the road. No, I wasn't trying to insult your town, Gary. No, no, no. I was saying I didn't know how you drove from Belton to Canyon. Oh, yeah. On, well, on a semi-regular basis. Notice how many times I've done that in the last three years. Yeah. <laughs> I, now that my parents no longer live there, I can stop at Childress, see my relatives there, and I don't have to go any further. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, cool. We've sounds like we've got some cool pods coming up with some couch. Yeah. Crew. Couch crew is going to be fun. Um, we got uh, my friend Allie, who is a follower of the pod, who is <laughs> going to take us through her nightmare of a trip to Europe, which may or may not have involved being held hostage on an all male Superman themed cruise ship. So brace yourselves for that one. Purple Golden Getting Old, Taken Edition. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> in Europe yeah yeah it's, it's gonna be fun 2022 is gonna be fun i have been asked by two of our uh, close associates when a fryer tuck episode will happen it's coming it's it, coming. it'll happen we got to get people ready for it yes it will come I, a day we want to we want to build this thing up and then like make you know you can't just go to the your best material right away right, right. <laughs> that one that, that episode might get a trailer for it i mean that, that one's gonna be a big one <laughs> Exactly. So I think we, we've got some stuff in the tank, stuff we're thinking about. I'm excited. Uh, y'all have a Merry Christmas and wonderful New Year and enjoy that shiny championship that Santa brought us. Yeah, because we'll be able to say uh, it's 2022 and HSU still, still sucks. sucks. <laughs>